Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I take a piece of pretty long audio and I break it down and I show people that these constitutional conservatives and media, they're not on your side. That what they do is very, very subtle and slick, but they drive you into a ditch. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth like this. And the truth is I was a constitutional conservative for a very long time, and then I figured the scam out. And it is a scam. The constitutional conservatives are controlled opposition. And whether they know it or not doesn't really matter. The things they give you as so-called solutions can never work. And I've made hundreds of shows proving it. And when I figured it out, I became a self-certified master practitioner, and I recently gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the great work I've done on my podcasts. So I've got a lot of fake awards, and I'm very proud of those. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and get the show going. So I'm going to do a show on a piece of audio from a typical talk radio guy. I'd say the most prominent constitutional conservative lawyer in all of media. He's everywhere, and... I'm doing this show because I couldn't believe this piece of audio. I heard it. I was actually making my cat some food. I like to make their food. And I listen to just a very small amount of talk radio now. But every time I hear any of it, I could make a show on it. Because the reality is I could make a show on any piece of their audio because it's always the same. It's the same old load of bullshit. Every single time they accurately define problems as far as what people are not happy about, but they drive them into this ditch, this idea that somehow we're going to vote our way out of this with Republicans under the Constitution. And that's not a solution. See, that's not a solution when so much of the country disagrees. The best you're ever even hoping to do is to try to get control of the government to then force what you want onto them which all you're doing by doing that is defending yourself against them voting their way into forcing their way on you. Neither of which represent consent, voluntary anything, and have nothing to do with freedom or liberty or limited government. And all of that stuff's out the window every time they talk. And I just get so tired of hearing people talk to me about, well, what's your solution? What's your, what are you going to do? All you do is whine. I've pointed out again and again, the only solutions that these constitutional conservative jokers offer is this dead end of voting under the Constitution that for 240 years has produced exactly one direction, more and more government. And any time there's ever been any kind of even temporary, imaginable kind of slowdown, it's gone now. We're so far past it. We're practically living under a full-on police state, socialist credit score nonsense. I mean, it's so silly to keep talking about the Constitution. I'm not going to go over all those details because I've made hundreds of shows about it. But I want to play this piece of audio. It's about eight minutes of actual audio that I'm going to be playing and commenting on. I'm going to try to get through all of that in this show because it's so incredible to me. When I heard it, I was like, wow, how can anybody hear this And then hear the so-called solution to this and not hear all the things he's leaving out about the fact that none of this stuff should be possible. If anything else he ever says in the show about the Constitution limiting the government and all this other stupid shit and the freedom machine, your vote, all this other crap, liberty. If any of that's true, that none of this crap could be going on. 
And that's why I've done the series like Spooner's No Treason, Trial by Jury. I try to explain to people the way things work. The system we have can never work. And these people in the constitutional conservative movement do not have answers going for an Article 5 convention. What is the possible point of amending the Constitution when they ignore the Constitution we have? They ignore what's there. I've told people again and again, you can't get agreement about anything. The liberals do not believe they're violating the Constitution. That's a meaningless statement. They believe they're within the Constitution. So to constantly talk about how you're violating the Constitution, how many more ways can I show people there's no agreement about what it says? That's not an actual binding agreement of any sort. On top of the fact that I've never got an option to agree to any of it. I'm forced into this system. So there's just no part of it's true. But this monologue he gave was so incredible to me And I know people were listening to it. Millions and millions and millions of people listened to this guy's show. Millions. And I'm sure they were all, yeah, cheering along and stuff. They don't understand how misled they're being by guys like this on the radio and in TV who just keep everybody on this voting plantation. Because the only game in town is making sure that everybody stays inside this system. That's it. As long as you're arguing inside the system, the system doesn't care. See, they don't care. That's why these people are paid millions, tens of millions of dollars. They get fabulously rich pushing this complete and total nonsense that makes people think they're empowered by a vote, which is just obvious as hell. You're not empowered by a vote. And he makes so many points. And like I said, this piece of tape is pretty long. So I'm going to start playing it and commenting on it and let it run for a while each time. And I have a hard time not stopping and commenting, but I'm going to do my best here so we can get through a significant chunk of this because it's it's really just such an insane piece of audio. So insane. I'm going to be interested to see if people are struck by it the way I am. So let's go ahead and start it. You have got to vote against every single Democrat on the ballot. <laughs> I'm not a Republican Party apparatchik. Oh, no. I'm not a special pleader for the Republican Party. Of course not. But there's two parties right now. He never suggested Democrat, so. That's the way it is. Okay, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Okay, so that's the freedom you get. See, the fundamental freedom is not there. You don't get a fundamental choice about whether or not that's the system you accept to be governed by. You're just stuck in this system. That's the part that the constitutional conservatives never talk about. See, that's the way it is. You're stuck with this. You must obey whatever this system produces. That's the underlying message there. See, that's the fundamental lack of any real freedom and consent right there. He just skips over it. Even if you don't support the Republican or the Republican (laughs) Party, you need to oppose the Democrat. What kind of choice is that? Who runs their life like this where, well, even if you don't like these people, that you have to put them in charge of you? (laughs) <laughs> it makes no sense. They walk in lockstep and they are destroying America. Okay, this he goes into a whole bunch of Barnum statements about American patriotism and all this shit. They're destroying America. Not in their mind. Not in their mind. In their mind, they're building up America. This is the fundamental problem. They act as though there's only one view of what America is. And it somehow is produced in this document that they somehow have the the single way it needs to be interpreted. Well, the liberals just disagree, and the commies disagree, and there's nothing you can do about it because the only way the system works is whoever's in power, whoever gets enough so-called votes, just gets to jam their shit down everybody's throat. And we don't actually have a side. If we did, when we got in power, we would arrest all these people on the other side who were violating the Constitution. But none of that ever happens. So here we are. They're destroying America. I've been hearing about this my entire life. What is America? 
Someone needs to define it. I've asked people again and again. They give you all these things that are Barnum statements about what their beliefs are and their traditions and all these things they imagine. You can never get agreement about any of it. All America really is, ultimately, is a governmental structure that controls people and resources and landmass. That's it. That's all it is. And you can't destroy that by voting within it and changing the parties who are in charge of it. So it's just another one of these nonsensical things. So, all right, let's let's let some of this run because it's really funny. They are literally destroying America. Literally now, okay. What he means for and we are the only ones who can stop them. Ah, see that? Got to give money and vote. They supposedly paint doing your part and all this other shit. People, imagine this is a true. You and me. You and me. Okay. About a third of the country is asleep. Another third hates it. Huh. And then a third of it is patriotic, and that's you and me. I mean, listen to that analysis. Even under that analysis, at best, a third of the country is in charge of running what the other two-thirds want. That makes no sense with consent or voluntary anything or liberty or anything else. See how he frames it up? Even that's not even accurate, but even the way he frames it up demonstrates that the system is nothing like he talks about on his show. It's nothing like it. (laughs) Think what an insane system that is. Who would agree to this thing? (laughs) <laughs> it's that simple it's that simple see you're either going to vote for america or against america okay okay you're either a patriot or you're not a patriot just i'm tired of all the static and the mumbo jumbo of course because you can't define the stuff see it's just this barnum statements of bullshit the liberals do the same thing that's what this game is all about this political horse shit it's that simple that's simple there you go and our strategy has to be, and I'm quite serious at this point. Our strategy. Despite all the October surprises uh-huh. that are coming and have come. Okay. Despite all the manipulation uh-huh. by the corrupt media. Okay, so now we've got a corrupt media. They, they were complaining about Russia interfering. Now we have a corrupt media. The system is a complete fraud. How can he suggest that the answer is to stay within it and try to get control of a corrupt system? It doesn't make any sense. Despite all the efforts uh-huh. by big tech oligarchs, uh-huh. stay focused. Oh, stay focused. Okay, gotcha. The Republicans, literally, I cannot stand. Oh. I will be voting for every one of them. <laughs> listen, listen to this. How does it make any sense? Your choice in this incredible freedom machine is to vote for people you can't stand. Because they're even better than the people you extra super on steroids can't stand. And yet, they want to tell me it's a freedom machine, greatest system ever invented. It's moronic, beyond belief, that people don't hear it. We'll sort it out later. Oh, okay. Whatever we'll that put means. put pressure on them later. Put pressure. How many shows has he made talking about trying to pressure people? How many shows? Every other show is about how the rhinos can't do this, the rhinos don't do that, and they're betraying us this, and they're betraying us that. Nothing works. We're going to send letters and call your congressman. None of this shit does anything, people. Oh, we'll put pressure on them later. It's just a vague statement that means nothing. It means nothing. You don't have any ability to put pressure on them. The only pressure they care about is being voted out. And it, that doesn't even matter because they just go into a private role where they make even more money and then come back as soon as the tide turns. And the person who gets put in in their place is just as bad or worse. It's nonsensical, people. And you've never heard me speak like this before, uh, ever. Ever. Okay. Ever. Right, because it's so silly. <laughs> so crazy. The Democrats must be taken down or they're going to take us down. Take, From our classrooms to our border. They're going to take inflation, us down. Inflation. Uh-huh. The price of fuel, yeah. the availability of food, uh-huh. 
one issue after another. I don't understand. How do they have control of all this? The government's limited. The Constitution limits the government. How do they have control, the ability to destroy the country in all these ways? See, this is the stuff they never talk about. It's always policy, all bad policy, poor policy. What about the fact that this is in violation of the Constitution if the government's limited? It's all just ignored. See, his suggestions for fixing all these things always involve just staying in the governmental system that's already corrupted. He's just listing thing after thing that's problematic and corrupt. I don't understand how people continue to think this makes sense and is a solution. I don't get it. You're watching the unfolding and the implementation of American Marxism. How is that possible? I don't understand. How is that possible inside of a system where the government is limited? How can it introduce Marxism? How? There's no explanation, right? Oh, it's unconstitutional. This It doesn't make any difference. If they win elections, they can do it. It's just so crazy. You're watching the unfolding and the implementation of American Marxism. That's what it is. <laughs> whether it's energy. Okay. Whether it's gender. Okay. Whether it's race. Right. Whether it's capitalism. Okay. It doesn't matter. Right. They're at war with all of it. Uh, how, I don't get it. People say to me often, Mark. What's in it for the Democrats to see increasing crime? Well, think about it. <laughs> Where isn't crime increasing? Oh, what are the policies that the Democrats are putting in place? Why can't they put in the policies that a DeSantis does or other law and order public officials? Boom. See? Law and order. Law and order. you got to obey this incredibly corrupt system. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. See how none of this shit actually is a solution. Why are they in charge of doing all this? I've told you in a 25-part series on trial by jury what a jury is supposed to be. This guy, I played you the show where he runs down jury nullification because he's all in favor of the government. This is the part people don't get. These people are controlled opposition. They are screwing you. They're not on your side. They say all these things that you agree with, all these things that are problems, and then they run you into solutions that are not solutions. They're dead ends. They're intentionally dead ends. They're created to waste your time and keep you in a system that makes sure it can always control you. DeSantis. I told people all the crazy shit he's done. He's still in favor of the vaccines. All these people are. They pick and choose and divide everybody up, and then they give you this choice. You're supposed to vote for people that he can't stand. That's your solution. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Why do they do the opposite? Because they want to take the country down. Okay, well, how? And even, even Karl Marx said for a period of time there will be despotism. <laughs> for a period of time, even Karl Marx said we must destroy the relationship of parents to children so the state can make the determinations about how to raise children. I, I don't understand. What, what possible authority do, do, in a government that's supposedly limited, does, is this possible? So he doesn't say we have to close the Department of Education down. Everything in there is unconstitutional. When Trump was in there, he didn't rail on Trump for not closing down all these unconstitutional departments. He didn't. He doesn't call for the dismantling of the Department of Justice, which didn't even exist until after the Civil War. He doesn't call for anything except for this voting and send money to fucking more Republicans. That's what he does. That's his job. He says he's not a special pleader for him, but that's what he actually does. And there's a saying in AA, I'm not an alcoholic, but they have a lot of wisdom in there. People are not what they say. 
They're what they do. Well, what does he do? He promotes, actually promotes this system. Tells you to stay within it. Tells you it's the greatest ever. That's what he does. So all this talk about being upset about this and that, well, what's the evidence he's actually upset about any of it? If he was actually upset about it, he suggests the kind of things I do. Decentralize. Get rid of it. Throw these people in prison. Get rid of all these unconstitutional things. But he never speaks out about them. He just supports the constitutional conservative horseshit side of this fake red versus blue scam. That's all that actually happens on his show. How do you hear Democrats saying parents don't have rights in the classroom? Well, it's outrageous. It's absurd. Why do you hear Democrats saying that we will teach the kids what we think they need to know? Why is government involved in education in any way? See? His solution to this kind of thing is that you spend your fucking free time arguing with your state-sponsored school board. It's utter shit. It's stupid. Even if you win something, if you're not constantly vigilant over it, then they'll just in- implement it again. Because they're fully paid professionals sitting there working all the time, and you're supposed to volunteer your time to oversee it. Why doesn't he just speak out and say all government education concerns, every kind of connection to it, is totally unconstitutional and needs to be shut down? And everything in the states, even though they may theoretically have some state constitutional authority, it all needs to be shut down. Why doesn't he speak like that? He doesn't. He speaks to make sure you stay inside this system. See, That's what he does sexualizing them absurd perverse i will repeat perverse viewpoints how would they have any authority to do any of this (laughs) he has supreme court opinions they were worried we're supposed to worry that they're going to somehow bring it in we'll all have to obey it why because he funnels everybody into this concept that we must obey whatever these jokers say he keeps everybody in this fake authority there's no actual authority there it's all fake people i've explained it over and over listen to this shit he's saying to you listen to it perverse Viewpoints. But he supports the government that does it. Critical race theory and racism. <laughs> it's constant. Constant. And he's okay with that. It's unabiding. It is not unabiding. He abides it. He tells you you must abide by it unless you can win at the ballot box or some kind of lawsuit. He, he says, in effect, you must put up with this tyranny. That's his position. You must. You must stay within the system. He says it over and over and over. Peacefully, you know, civilly, under the right rules. And all this, the rules that the same corrupt government made. He never gets to the fundamental problems here. Never. It's just an endless list. Tear it all down. That's what's going on. That's what we should do. We should actually tear all these structures down and never rebuild them. Instead, what he's talking about is tearing down cultural systems. Well, the government shouldn't have any authority or ability to do that, but it has been doing it forever in this country. (laughs) And it's just been in hyper overdrive for the last 150 years since the Civil War. You can't have a Civil War to keep people into a voluntary union. It makes no sense. He's the biggest supporter of the fucking Civil War. In fact, later on, he talks about it in talking about Katanji Jackson, which I'm not going to play in this uh, episode. But none of the shit makes sense, people. The one thing that gets stronger, the one thing that survives, is the government. Right. And for all intents and purposes, who runs the government? Even when Republicans are elected. (laughs) This is so fucking classic. He's telling you that your vote is fucking useless, even when the Republicans are in there. And still, his suggestion is that you stay inside the system and vote for Republicans. Who runs the government? He just told you. Who runs the bureaucracy? Who runs it? You notice there aren't a whole ton of leaks coming out under an Obama or a Biden. Right. 
And does he call for the entire thing to be shut down? Was he on Trump's case when we had a Republican Congress and Senate and Trump? Was he calling for the dismantling of all these unconstitutional agencies? No. It's just got millions and millions of employees. I've brought it up again and again. There's nothing you can do. Your vote is shit for all these reasons. He's just told you that. Even Republicans in there, the Republicans don't have any control of this bureaucracy. See, they don't. And it just runs on. It's, it's so silly. It's endless. Endless, exactly. Under a Trump or a Reagan. Oh, we got, we got whistleblowers who have to be paraded. Not them physically, not their names, but their silhouettes. Ticker tape parades. Whatever they say goes because they're trying to take out a Republican. Okay. He's fine with this bureaucracy running on and on as long as the Republicans uh, are in charge of it. He's upset that there's whistleblowers uh, popping up, but he doesn't call for dismantling it. See, see, that doesn't make any sense. He's upset there's whistleblowers. He should be screaming the loudest and the Republicans are in there when they have the authority and the ability to actually close all this shit down. But none of them ever speak up then. See, they never speak up then. Look at the hot Biden crime family. Okay, here we go. Got a criminal in the office. Great show by Tucker last night. Look at the Biden crime family. Uh-huh. We all know all about it. Okay. He's a crook. Yep. He's corrupt. Yep. The whole damn family is. Yep. 50 years. And worse than the mob, look how unpatriotic this family is. Okay, so here we go. We've got a criminal in the White House. Everybody knows it. Nothing happens to him. He's, he's been a criminal for 50 years as a crook, as, a, as just an incredibly corrupt politician. And what happens? Nothing happens. He rises to the ranks of the presidency. Is, does the system stop it? No. So he knows. Everybody knows it's all happening. We all know it is happening. What happens? Nothing happens. Nothing happens. See? You're just supposed to try to beat them at the ballot box. Well, he's not even on the ballot. He can't even put him on the ballot till 2024. And what will we get? Even if you beat him, you get another guy like Trump who gave us all his own unconstitutional shit with the corona, with the National Declaration of Emergency that's unconstitutional, and the FDA, and the CDC, and all the trillions and trillions of dollars in Operation Warp Speed. I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand what people think this is a solution. He's admitting that we're run by criminals. How can anyone continue to support a system like this? I don't Taking get it. Taking money from communist Chinese front companies? Right. Exactly. <laughs> they do. From communist individuals in Russia? <laughs> Russia's From not the communist. former regime, corrupt regime in Ukraine? They don't make an honest buck. Oh, my God. Talk about not making an honest buck. Talk about snowing people about what happened in Ukraine. My God, give me a break. Come on. This guy supports every kind of jingoistic, Zionistic horseshit when it comes to war. Okay? All the time. They never have. No, of course not. That's who's running the White House. Okay, so the criminals. I don't get it. And he picks Kamala Harris to run with him. Incompetent boot. Not just because of diversity reasons, but because he knows she's an idiot. Okay. That she won't be able to challenge him. She won't be able to threaten him. Well, come on. That's not the vice president's job anyway. And I've already explained to people, as soon as they changed the way the president's elected back in the 1800, after that 1800 election, they changed it all up. And now the president and the vice president are basically on the same political ticket. So it doesn't work anymore. There's no check and balance. The way this country was set up was that the president got the most votes and the vice president was the one who got the next most. So in effect, currently, the vice president would be Donald Trump. 
so that's the reason impeachment could work. Now impeachment can do nothing. Why? Because you've got two crooks who are working together. You get rid of Biden, what do you get? You get Harris. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. There's no check and balance there. They completely blew it up with that amendment. Totally blew it all up. The guy completely ignores all that. And everybody just ignores it all. So you ignore all the fundamental issues that matter. Let's keep going. The Manhattan Project, that's our November project. This isn't going to stop. <laughs> it's not going to stop. Okay. The rounding up of American citizens. Again, it's insane, right? To put them on public display. Whether it's a Manafort or a Stone. Whether it's a lawyer for Donald Trump. Yeah. Whether it's a pastor. Okay. Somebody who supports the pro-life movement? Right. It's not going to stop. No, it's not. I don't understand. But, it, but he doesn't call for the complete dismantling of the DOJ. He doesn't point out that nobody has ever agreed that they would fund the United States government just coming after people all over the place. I've told people again and again, the United States attorney kept a full-time practice up and through the 1850s. Why? Because there was nothing for them to do. Now, well, look at all the shit they do. No one's agreed to any of this. Nobody has agreed to finance the government that runs no risk at all to come after you with whatever the hell they want in a system they totally control. But he doesn't talk about that. He talks about going through the proper channels and doing it civilly in the correct way and file a lawsuit this and that. It's all totally made up. See, it's all totally made up. He sounds like, wow, I can see why people get upset with him. It's like, yeah, you go, you go. And I used to listen to this kind of radio 25 years ago and used to, same kind of thing, cheering them on. Hell yeah, hell yeah, until I figured out the scam. And I try to explain it to people. It's just right there once you can see it. The refusal to enforce the law. Okay, I don't get it. When Supreme Court justices, and not just any Supreme Court justices... <laughs> this makes no sense. The originalists on the court oh, are God. threatened. Fuck. So stupid. Refuse to enforce federal law. I, I don't understand. How can he go through this litany of things? And he doesn't tell people that a Supreme Court opinion is not the law of the land. He continues to make sure people think that it is, that we must obey it. That's some kind of holy constitutional thing. As though the Constitution is some holy thing anyway, when nobody here is alive has ever gotten a vote on it. A Supreme Court opinion is just that. It's an opinion. It binds the parties to that case at best, and that's it. That's it. It doesn't have any effect on me or you or anything else because I'm not a party of the case. That's what subject matter and personal jurisdiction are all about. just ignores that. It continues to make people believe that the only way to get this stuff under control is to, to wait to try to get your guy in presidency, the other these justices die off, and then you try to get the right people in there who then hopefully can make the right decisions. Do you see how stupid all this is? It's just, he sounds like he's on your side, but he's really driving you into a ditch. Threatening parents? <laughs> it's crazy, all the shit he's okay with. Monitoring American citizens through the back door? Right. And what has happened to any of these people? Nothing, and nothing's ever going to happen to him because he supports the structure that does it all. There's no basis at all to have an FBI, a gigantic federal police force. There's nothing in the Constitution that permits something like that. There was no such thing as a police force. So it's completely impossible that the people okayed that. So now we have it. They keep secret records on people. They run around. They threaten. They intimidate. Then they bring the DOJ in, which didn't exist until after the Civil War, to, to threaten people and hold them in charges and absurd shit in these federal courts. And they completely run. It's asinine. This is not a freedom machine, people. <laughs> this is all the shit he talks about. And then he just continues to support the system. How the hell did the federal government get 13 of my emails? 
What do you mean? They have any and everything. They have all your emails. All you found out about was 13. That's all? They have them all. It's so naive and silly to pretend anything else. I never got a subpoena. Yeah, right. So? They I was never all. given notice. Right. And you're never going to get it. And there's <laughs> absolutely nothing in those emails that are worthwhile to anything. Wouldn't matter if there were or weren't. Doesn't make any difference. They didn't go through the procedures because we know they don't. Everybody has seen endless TV and movies where they get all sorts of shit without getting warrants. I want to know what they had for breakfast. I want to know who their kindergarten teacher was. And I want to know who they lost their virginity to. I want to know bliss, blah, blah. And I want to know it in an hour. Well, how do you think they get all that? And those movies and stuff. Well, it's all unconstitutional searches that they're doing because they have all the data there. Everybody knows they do, assumes they do. And then he acts all shocked that the thing came out in some fucking stupid committee. They got it all, people. He supports the system. He loves ex-federal prosecutor, and he runs down, oh, slip and fall lawyers. He's a constitutional lawyer. The fucking constitution's a made-up load of shit, people. <laughs> a joke. Zero. The zero. What else did they look at? Anything they want. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm gonna get to the bottom of that, damn it! I am telling you now. Ooh. You stick with me. Okay. Keep listening. You stick with me. Oh. I'm gonna find out who every one of these GD staffers are. So. On that damn committee. Uh huh. Every one of those Congress asses. Yeah. On that damn committee. Okay. Okay. So what? He's gonna find out. What's gonna happen? Nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. He's going to find out. See, this is all the tough talk they do. We're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to hold them responsible. What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean there's no actual consequence to any of this. Great damn one of them. Whew, everyone. Everyone. So? <laughs> I'm not going to be intimidated. Ooh, no. Of course not. He gets paid tens of millions of dollars a year. He's not a threat to the government. He supports it all the time. He's part of this fucking show that's put on by the left and the right. That's all. He's the, the lead constitutional lawyer in the media for the right. He's not a threat. How could he be intimidated? They reward him massively. He's got a radio show. He's got TV shows. He makes appearances all the time. He's got best-selling New York Times books. I don't understand. To pretend that this guy's a threat to the system is asinine. You'd have to be a moron to believe that this guy poses a threat to the system. The system is rewarding him massively. This is all a game, people. It's all a game. And you are the marks. Life's too damn short to be intimidated. Oh, he's not going to be intimidated. <laughs> Even now, the RNC's brought a litigation against Google. <laughs> litigation? Because Google <laughs> is censoring... Uh, Hundreds of thousands of RNC communication. Oh, my God. I thought back in 2015 and 2016 when Trump was running, this whole thing was all talked about and Trump was going to clean this up. Remember all that shit? A lot of people, they just forget all this. What would Trump do about it? Nothing. These things get massive amounts of government business protection. The idea that this shit's operating without the government is absurd. This shit is all designed by the government. It's all fucking DARP and NSA shit. That's all it is. It's just a way to put a layer of collecting data in between the government and the collection. That's it. So it gives an appearance of legitimacy. That's all those things are, people. That's it. Everything else is just a side business that gets generated. That's all it is. Oh, he's going oh, to litigate now. They're litigating. RNC's litigating. What a fucking joke. In the lead up to this election. <laughs> it's the same every election. Hundreds of thousands. Oh, wow. Huh. As Zuckerberg poured hundreds of millions effectively into the Democrat campaign. Uh-huh. And what happened to him? Through the back door like he's some 
clever individual. And what happened to him? In 2020. And what happened? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's ever going to happen. Now, we have a Supreme Court justice who I opposed. I told you she's going to be the most radical justice in American history. On the first day, during oral argument, she demonstrated that she is. Okay, and that's when he goes off about her and the 14th Amendment and all the stupid shit she did. And it's pretty outrageous and insane. But the real points with regards to the problems, she doesn't bring up. The idea that we're bound to this is nonsense. We're not bound to their opinions. And if you weren't bound to their opinions, if these guys like this didn't continue to promote the idea that it was constitutional law when they spoke it, that we had to obey, then we wouldn't care what the Supreme Court said. But they don't talk about that. They act as though we must obey all this shit. And that's where the problem is. See, so that's how they just turn the thing a quarter inch, just like the master fucking uh, jujitsu guy. You try to grab him. He just like makes this little teeny tiny adjustment and you can't get him. The next thing you know, your fucking wrist is broken. That's what these constitutional conservatives do in media. This guy's a master of it. Sounds so much like he's on your side, but he's really not. What he's doing is driving you into the ditch. The things he's pointing out that are upsetting, like the fact that she's a, an idiot and she's running around talking this race-baiting horse shit. Of course, it's infuriating, but his solutions, his, his objections, they aren't true. He actually even supports the 14th Amendment in there. Even though she also gets it wrong, he forgets to bring up the fact that it was never actually ratified. It was never properly ratified. It's not even a close call. I've done a show on it. I did an article on it. Anybody can look the facts up. There's a Utah Supreme Court case on it that anybody can go read from the 1960s. They laid all the facts out. It's it's not a close call, but all that stuff is just forgotten. See, it's all forgotten. He turns it into this idea. The Civil War was about freeing the slaves. I've gone through that a million different times for people. It doesn't matter what the war is about. You can't have a war to hold a voluntary union together. It doesn't work. Whatever the Constitution was, it died during that war. That's it. It's over. The people voted. They formed their own country, and they left. Then we came and invaded them, and we forced them back in. That's not a free country. That's not a voluntary association. And as far as it being about slavery, again, I've told people this too. There's like 1% or 2% of the entire uh, population in the South held the vast majority of slaves because only 25% of the people in the South held a slave at all, and all those people only held one slave. And then 1% to 2% held all the rest. So basically, it was just like today. There was a small group of people who had everything. They had all the land. They had all the fucking slaves. They had everything. So how could you get a population where only 25% even have one? So 75% don't even have one slave. Why are they going to go out there and fight in order to keep slaves they don't even have? It doesn't make sense. It wasn't really about slavery. It was about all sorts of other things. And they have to make it about that to try to cover up this glaring fact that you can't have a civil war and hold a voluntary union together. It's just complete and total gaslighting nonsense. But both sides uh, defend it and claim it. And that's why Lincoln's on coins and bills, and we have a huge memorial, and he's always in media, and he's heralded as some great emancipator, and blah, blah, blah. He married a very wealthy slave-owning family. That's what he married into, period. That's what he did. If it was such a strongly held belief, why would he do that? It doesn't make any sense. None of it does. See, none of it ever makes any sense, but the constitutional conservative spin gets people into their web and just wastes all their time. And that's all the audio I want to play about it because I think it just speaks for itself so loudly. The long, long string of complaints, it's kind of like a declaration of independence kind of long listing of usurpations 
and, and problems. And, and what's the solution? Stay in the system. Vote for people you don't like. Vote for people who suck, who we complain about all the time on the air the rest of the time. And that's our best solution. And or file lawsuits or write your congressman or write $100 checks or some other stupid shit. It's so absurd. That piece of audio, if that doesn't convince you that constitutional conservatives have no answers, then nothing can. See? And this is why I have no tolerance when people want to demand that I provide answers. I've given people answers, way more answers than these jokers, and yet they continue to give the money to jokers like that and buy their books and everything else and continue to believe in these fantasies about the founders and the liberty and the freedom machine and all this shit, constitution, the rights, and losing America and all this crap, all these Barnum statements and, and bullshit that I've exposed again and again. That piece of audio cannot make it any clearer endless listing of problems and crimes and everything else and what's the solution vote for a bunch of jokers that you don't like that's the solution because the other option is even worse okay well what about the option to simply dismantle this thing since it doesn't represent the people and there's absolutely no consent to any of this what about that option see that option is never discussed that's off the table that's what they're there to do make sure that option never gets on the table that the option is simply get rid of all this, to stop talking about the things in terms of a country and a single this and integrity and a liberty and people and pulling together. There's no agreement. There never can be. It's hundreds and hundreds of millions of people. That's all. Governments don't work like that. They don't. It's not possible to have representative government like that and have it be anything but a complete tyranny because the vast majority of the people do not agree about the vast majority of things that governments like this do. It's not a solution to say that our third, under his analysis, is needs to win so we can impose ourselves on the other two-thirds. doesn't make sense, people. See, that doesn't actually make any sense. So, all right. Well, I don't know. That may have turned into more of a rant than I expected. I just I can't believe how stupid this stuff is when I'm hearing it. And why it doesn't just jump off the page at people is just like, ho, ho, what'd you just say? Dude, that, that doesn't make any damn sense. But people don't see it. They just cheer and cheer and cheer. And, you know, until I had the Internet, I couldn't figure it out. But the Internet's been around for 25 years. And I don't get what the excuse is for people not figuring it out since then. I mean, really? You don't figure it out when you have all this time on your hands when Corona's locked you down? The government's destroying your business? You can't figure out that this scam about the Constitution and liberty and the protection of constitutional republic and rights and all this shit, you can't figure out that this stuff's all a scam, even then? Amazing. Really amazing, you know. In all likelihood, we have no chance of getting enough people uh, to figure this shit out. But whatever. I still make the show for now. And I've shown people that jury trials and understanding them will work. And we don't need that larger portion of the population to make a huge impact. Way more than this stupid shit with the voting could ever do. But, of course, my show doesn't get much publicity and that's the way it is and so whatever you know we're stuck living among a bunch of idiots brainwashed fools who run around and tell me about the constitution they don't know the first damn thing about any of it they just know this nonsense they've been told by state sponsored propagandists like this guy and all the other people who run in the media and make millions of dollars purporting to be on your side of liberty and freedom constitutional conservatives they're just a horrible horrible uh a problem for us because they drain off everybody we need. Like I said, I used to believe in it, but to see there's no solutions in their system, none. 
They, they don't ask the fundamental questions that would actually solve the problems. They just keep everybody in this box running round and round and round, arguing with red versus blue nonsense. Oh, man. Well, I'm still on Twitter. I'm private right now. I'm legal man at U.S. Crime Review. I used to be legal man at U.S. Law Review. I changed it, and I think it's helped some, and I haven't gone public. I've kept it private for a while, but you can still follow me over there. And I enjoy Twitter, and I may take it off private when the movie comes out, The Jones Plantation. That's probably going to be in November. I got to see a rough cut. It was really, really great. I hope when the movie comes out, people support it and make it make a bunch of money. Because if it makes a bunch of money, we'll be able to make more movies, and it's a great sort of medium to get our message out. It was written by Larkin Rose. Anybody in the freedom movement knows him. I play Mr. Jones, piece of shit kind of plantation owner. It's an allegory about going from chattel slavery to debt slavery. It's really, really entertaining. Now, I want to thank the people in Patreon who kick skin in the game and support my show financially. I really appreciate that. It makes it worth my time. You know, I know there's a core group of people. It's small, but it's a core group. And I appreciate them because I work kind of in a black box anyway. And I take a lot of abuse, less now that I'm on private in Twitter, but I still take a lot of abuse, even from people who follow me. They just come up with all sorts of stupid shit they say to me, and I just block a bunch of people to reality. (laughs) I just block them. I just don't feel like taking it, you know? I mean, you want to come at me and object and uh, disagree, I don't have any problem with that. Anybody can attest to that. But you want to be rude and arrogant, presumptuous, and, and say stupid shit to me, I just block people. I don't have time for that. I don't, I'm not going to subject myself to that. You know, I'm just not going to. And so the people in Patreon, I really appreciate you guys. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe the end of October, early November to get the live meetup in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I'm still thinking about doing it, Sneaky Pete's. I know it's not a perfect venue for it, but it's outdoor and indoor, and it's large enough that it could accommodate a good-sized group if we get like 50 people or so. I've been getting RSVPs. Last time I floated the idea between 50 and 100, basically, that said they'd definitely do it. And so I'm going to give several weeks of notice when I do it, but that's what I'm generally thinking right now, kind of end of October, early November, when the weather's a lot nicer. So put that on your calendars, roughly that kind of time frame, and I'll let people know as soon as I decide and firm, firm a date. So so thank you guys on Patreon, and thank you everybody who likes my show. There's tons of you out there. I know there's lots of people who love my show and can't afford to support it, and that's completely fine. I don't have a problem with that. They share my show and everything else. That's great. So, And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say, so we'll go ahead and wrap the show up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Great show. Thanks so much. I get to take your service away. More quash. More quash.